Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Ready, set, Welcome to the Couch Potato Sports Show, your internet radio home for all sports news, news and talk. Join Sonny Clark, the hardest working man in sports radio. We cover high school sports. So let's do this. Good evening, everybody. Welcome into the Couch Potato Sports Show for our continuing coverage of the 2016-2017 Rowlett Eagles varsity football team as your Eagles are taking on the Lakeview Centennial Patriots live from HBJ Stadium in Garland, Texas. Here on the Couch Potato Sports Show and the pregame show being brought to you by Regal and Rustic Estate Sales of Dallas. For all your estate sales needs, contact Renee Sheffield at 972-861-0231 or visit them on the web at www.regalandrustic.com. All right, everybody, welcome into the Couch Potato Sports Show with me, Sonny Clark, the hardest working man in sports radio as we are bringing you the coverage of the 2016-2017 Rylad Eagles Varsity football team here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. Now first we got to give out the apologies and those apologies come from the Couch Potato Sports Show but at the same time I just want to let everybody know that the breakdown in communications as far as bringing the game to the people who were listening. It necessarily wasn't our fault, but ultimately it was. That having been said, the explanation is this. With 11,000 people at the Garland ISD Homer B. Johnson Stadium last week, we unfortunately have tried and tried, and folks, we tried, to get our broadcast put on hardwired internet. HBJ Stadium has not been very susceptible to this idea, um, and we're going to be working on this in the offseason with the new um, athletic director over there, his name's Cliff. Uh, they show the importance of what happens when a broadcast is on a wireless system. The wireless system was being eaten up by 11,000 fans that were at that game, which, by the way, was amazing to see that that many people out there. And obviously, heck, I didn't even get out of the parking lot until 1045. So that just goes to show how busy it was at HBJ Stadium and everybody jumping on the wireless networks. And then we, when we went to our backup plan, 
there were so many people there as far as our uh, cell phone internet backup, which is normally pretty good, but at the same time, the explanation that I got from my uh, my carrier is, is that when you have that many people in that area, streaming something is virtually almost impossible um, with that many people out there. And it's not necessarily just with their connection. It has to do a lot with the towers and the busyness of the towers within one location. Now, I don't know if it's a BS excuse or not, but um, when I heard that we weren't on air and then obviously we downloaded the show. Now, we have a copy of the play-by-play because we always make a backup copy of it so we have it um we're gonna do it we're thinking about whether we're gonna put it up or not we probably will um that having been said the unfortunate situation with us not being able to bring that game has made me so perturbed that we will definitely try to encourage the Garland ISD next year to give us what we need in order to make sure our broadcasts come through. Because ultimately, the broadcast is for us to do, but it's for the people. And the simple fact of the matter is is that the radio stations that are quote-unquote responsible for the Garland ISD have been dropping the ball for the last four or five years. That's the reason why we came in in the first place. Um, More so that we wanted to hear all the Rowlett games never mind just one or two here and there and never mind on delay we wanted to bring them alive so that was our first and foremost things that we wanted to do we've been doing it halfway decent for the last last friday's game was if i'm not mistaken the biggest crowd that we had had out at hpj stadium which really took a toll on how we were getting our broadcast brought out. And there's literally nothing we can do. And that is uh, an unfortunate situation uh, for where we were and what we were trying to do when we were calling a a very important game. Now, that having been said, that football game was one to be forgotten. (laughs) I think think, uh, as far as Rally at Eagle fans are concerned, it's one to be forgotten as they really unfortunately got beat up in that game 33 to 7. So the outcome of that football game is definitely something that wants to be forgotten. Um, but at the same time, uh, uh, the the anger and uh, the panic that we were feeling as we were trying to call that game once we realized we weren't on air, um, it then the whole thing shuts down and we just try to do our best and uh, my apologies go out to all those that wanted to hear that game it was a very important game it was a big one so um within the next week or so i will pull down the uh, backup one that we done on the computer because we were going through the computer and everything was working right it was more of what was going on um here at the stadium as far as what was being fed through on a stream the stream has got to be continual it can't be patched because we've had patchiness before. Uh, we've been able to get the game through and, and get it done to where it can at least be heard somewhat well uh, when we have patchiness. So we will work very hard to try to make sure that we get that dedicated line that we need in order to call the games. And in order for it to sound 
good, too. Um, we can make it sound like the bad AM radio that sometimes comes across all the time. Um, and it doesn't sound good. You can't hear anything as far as the crowds or anything else like that. Um, and, but really, when we bring the crowds in and everything else, it doesn't affect what we do here. It's more about the Internet. So I will work hard. I, and this is my personal promise to those folks that listen to this program and also for those that obviously buy into the uh, the the sponsorships and they know this is in advance as well that you know unfortunately we're, we're at the mercy of what's going on at the stadium so uh, but I, I will work very hard to see if we can get that done whether it's just us or whether they can just do us a favor um, I even got I even got over a hundred feet of coax cable uh, for internet if we need to do it so we we've got the abilities to do it with us it's just whether or not HBJ stadium will do that and we had this uh, trouble uh, two years ago in the first game when they didn't even turn the internet's up uh, mode of uh, the up to uh, stream uh, high enough. So we we got that fixed and made sure that everything was well from that. So I just want to give out that apology out there uh, as far as the coverage, but we'll continue our coverage. We'll continue doing what we do here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. We've only had nothing but people say thank you for everything that you do for us, and that's what we want to continue to do and bring it towards the community out there. But like I said, a game to forget, unfortunately, it was. That's exactly what that game was. A 33-7 loss, your Rowlett Eagles a record goes to 7-1. and uh, one out on the season, three and one within district. There are a lot of things that are going to be happening within district that will, uh, will, you know, kind of give you an idea of what's going to happen in the postseason. I'm going to talk to Bill Cerna about that. The Eagle Eye himself will be along with us at the toward the end of the show. He will uh, end the show uh, with me. Uh, here on the pregame show. So what we're going to do now, we're going to take a quick break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. When we come back, we'll talk a little bit about some of the numbers that we've seen up to this point of the season. We'll talk about, obviously, the game last week and the numbers in that game, which, like I said, some might want to forget, and I completely understand that. But uh, that being said, we're going to go over that as well. Now, uh, the pregame show being brought to you by Regal and Rustic Estate Sales of Dallas and Renee Sheffield. Folks, let me tell you something. There's a lot of times when a family member passes on and there's a lot of work that needs to be done, especially if it's someone who um, passed away and they have a house full of goods that have been there for years. Renee Sheffield of Regal and Rustic State Sales of Dallas is an expert at taking care of a lot of things that have been you know, stacked up for a long period of time or something that is very, very special to people. Um, it being able to sift through all the things that it takes. And sometimes that's hard for family members who have lost a family member. Leave it to Renee Sheffield in order to work with you in a compassionate way to get these things done and be able to take care of all the things that weigh a person down when a tragedy happens like that. Never mind trying to get some stuff that you've got to be able to say we want to keep it and stuff that we'll just go ahead and sell. 
Renee Sheffield is your person. Renee Sheffield knows how to do that. She knows how to show the compassion. She knows what has to be done in order for that to get taken care of. So for a free consultation, no money down. They'll do all the advertising and the sales for you. There are no supplies needed. They're an experienced crew, and they can handle whatever needs to be done, whether it's your sale only that week or they have multiple sales. They will take care of it. Come in contact with Regal and Rustic Estate Sales as well as Renee Sheffield at 972-861-0231 or visit them on the web at regalandrustic.com. We thank them for their sponsorship of the pregame show. And what we're going to do, let's take that quick break. When we come back, let's take a look at some of the numbers for the Rowlett Eagles going into tonight's game as they're taking on the Lakeview Centennial Patriots live from HBJ Stadium. They're on the visitor side this time. So, um... Just to keep everybody aware of that, they're the visitor in this game. Lakeview is the home side, so they'll be on the other side. So I'll expect to be able to see that whole side filled up with lots of fans, lots of kids, lots of people that support the Rowlett Eagles. So we'll be looking for that. So let's take that quick break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show and your Rowlett Eagles radio network. We'll be right back. This is Sonny Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, letting you know about the Mitchell Law Firm. Looking for a bankruptcy attorney in Rowlett? Talk directly to your bankruptcy attorney, not their paralegal. Get a personal touch directly from Greg Mitchell. The Mitchell Law Firm handles a wide variety of bankruptcy-related matters, including litigation arising out of bankruptcy matters in state as well as federal court. We represent both individual and small business debtors in Chapter 7, Chapter 11, and Chapter 13 bankruptcies. For more information, come in contact with Greg Mitchell at 972-463-8417. That's 972-463-8417. Or visit him on the web at www.mitchellps.com. This is Sonny Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, letting you know about Fit Body Boot Camp. What makes Fit Body Boot Camp a unique fitness program is the value of consistent coaching with a professional fitness trainer in a group environment that generates exceptionally high levels of fitness results. At Rowlett Fit Body Boot Camp, we offer complete fitness programs unlike any other that you've tried before. Our program it consists of unlimited group training sessions, fully customized nutrition planning, and a result tracking system designated to ensure our members achieve their fitness goals. Contact Tom or Mark at Fit Body Boot Camp located at 2502 Lawling Lane in Rowlett, Texas, or give them a call at 214-888-2848, or visit them on the web at www.rowlettfbbc.com. Let Buffalo Creek Doors and Floors help you restore your home to its like-new condition. Need a contractor? Let us be your first stop as well as your last. We specialize in everything that others don't, such as stained concrete floors, wood spot repairs on doors and floors, stainless steel spot repairs, anti-slip on floors, and more. Want to see what kind of work we do? Check out our Facebook page and you can see the craftsmanship you'll receive and expect from Buffalo Creek Doors and Floors. 
Give Rodney James a call at 214-536-2607. That's 214-536-2607. Or check him out on the web at www.buffalocreekdoorsandfloors.com. At Regal and Rustic Estate Sales, let us take the burden out of hosting, staging, and cleaning of your estate sale or liquidation. We will provide reliable, friendly service with an experienced crew. We have an excellent reputation for professionalism with exceptional customer service and knowledge. We understand that staging and drawing attention to your sale is key. Most importantly, we listen to our customers' needs and pay attention to detail. That is what separates us from other local estate sales and companies as we truly care about your presentation, property, and belongings. That's Regal and Rustic Estate Sales. Contact Renee Sheffield at 972-861-0231 or check us out on the web at regalandrustic.com. If you're like me, you want your hot coffee in the morning. But as it's getting closer to summer and getting hotter outside, you'll want something more refreshing and cold. With a surefire menu of cold drinks, Scooters is sure to satisfy. Whether it's iced coffees, blenders, smoothies, or even cold tea, check out Scooters Coffee located at Rowlett Road in the 66 with a convenient drive through so you're sure to get in and out real quick and on to your business. That's Scooters Coffee located in the Timberlake Shopping Center in Rowlett. And welcome back into the Couch Potato Sports Show. It's me, Sonny Clark, the hardest working man in sports radio as we continue our coverage here on the pregame show as we talked about the Rowled Eagles. Unfortunately, they did take the loss last week against a football team. I'm going to tell you right now, that Wiley football team was, or mark that, the Saxe football team was incredible. They played a very good game all around, and unfortunately, the Raleigh Eagles didn't get that all-around performance that they needed to beat a Saxe Mustang football team that was definitely there. And there are a lot of things that I didn't even think about as far as this game was concerned going into this game. As important uh, that it was, uh, there were still some uh, outside things that were going on. There were still some... You know, some things that I didn't think about because I'm a guy that looks at numbers. I'm a guy that looks at the play, and I don't take a lot of things about it. And I've already talked to Bill. I'm going to bring Bill on here uh, in the next segment, the last two segments of the show. And he made me aware of a couple of things, especially the record, uh, especially the things that were going on with Rowlett versus Saxe, which, you know, uh, maybe understanding why it was more of a rivalry game than I've even known about it, especially as far as the football side is concerned. Because the basketball team, and that, by the way, folks, just to let you know, basketball coverage is going to start um, a, sometime in a December if there is a way that I can get the creds to bring those holiday 
tournaments, I will bring those. And those were not part of the sponsorship ads that we're going to play. These are just games that if we can get them done, we'll get them done. And just to let you know, um, some of those games are not done at nighttime, you know, to where it's very easy for Sunny to go over and do. Sometimes they are during the daytime, so I just want to keep you the uh, keep you apprised of that. If we can get the creds to the Curtis Caldwell Center, uh, the Curtis Caldwell uh, Invitate Classic Invitational Basketball Tournament, we will, and we can usually get those. It's just more of when the games are, as far as when we're scheduled uh, to go on and take on the game. So I just want to keep you informed with that as basketball season is coming up. Jason Bush and company getting set for a new season and and that's the way we started our coverage for the Rowlett Eagles it didn't start with football it started with Stan Blackman and his final season of basketball this was a team that featured Jeffrey Carroll who is a rising star at Oklahoma City playing for the Cowboys um, and then also Austin Luke uh, a, a local guy and his dad actually coaches the North Garland basketball team uh, so there's lots of history there and then uh, Nathan Hawkins who went to Nebraska but transferred actually down to the UT of Dallas where he's playing over there um, so uh, over in Arlington so uh, if you guys even want you check basketball look out for some of the former uh Rowlett eagles also just to give give me informed i mean i watch red zone on the nfl okay um week in week out and when it's a new way it, and the only way that i watch nfl football on sunday because i want to see a lot of things that are going on for the for the NFL, lots of plays and all the teams. As we do a Sunday show, I want to be informed on what's happening for uh, the NFL in our Sunday show. So I watch this and I get a good idea of a lot of things that are going on out there. And a former Rowlett Eagle caught two touchdown passes this past weekend for the Buffalo Bills. And that is Marquise Goodwin with two touchdown catches for the Bills this week. So, And the speed was unbelievable, by the way. He's got the fastest speed. The Red Zone have a certain, um, I don't know, equipment inside the uniforms that measures the speed that guys go. And Marquise Goodwin is the fastest man in the the NFL, just to let you know. So, uh, and he is a former Rowlett Eagle, so that's kind of an exciting story as well. But uh, taking a look back, looking at the Rowlett Eagles and seeing what's going on with them going into tonight's game against the Lakeview Centennial Patriots. So let's look at the actual standings right now for the Rowlett Eagles and where they stand in District 10 and 6A. Okay. Saxy Mustangs eight no obviously the district leader at four and zero since they haven't lost any game they've won eight games in a row starting at the beginning of the season uh, so they have uh, really had a if you want to call it dominant. You can. I mean, if they held the Rowlett Eagles to seven points. They've held other teams in less than 20 points while scoring 30 to 40 points in each and every game. And we'll talk a little bit about that with uh, the Eagle Eye Bill Cerna. But the Rowlett Eagles, they're 7-1 overall. They're 3-1 in district, okay? And they've uh, 
took the loss last week against the Saxony Mustangs. That's obviously the reason why uh, they're in second place uh, within this district as both teams went into that game undefeated. But right behind them are the Lakeview Centennial Patriots. They are 6-2 and two on the season. And they've won two games in a row, and they are also 3-1 and one in the district. So that is the huge thing when you take a look at a lot of things that happen in this. Now, um, and then it's the name of Forest Rangers. They are 5-3 and three on the season. They are 3-1 and one in district as well. So you're looking at the top four within this district. Now, the way that it works out, and I'm going to have Bill explain all this, but the way it looks like right now, the Rowlett Eagles in the first round, that game has pretty much been decided already. Uh, they're going to take on Capel. Um, it, as far as the way it looks. And we'll talk a little bit more about that. But Capel comes from District 9 of 6A. Okay. Where they had Juicelet right there. They're 5-3. and three, um, And they are in their district 5-0. and oh. Okay. So they went 0-3 oh outside their district. And within district they have uh, went 5-0. and oh. Capel is 4-1 uh, within district. They are 6-2 and two overall. Skyline has dropped down to four and four on the season. Now, though they've won their last two in a row, um, they are four and one within district. And then um, the rest of that district plays out as Richardson Berkner. Uh, Berkner's four and four. They are two and three within district. Uh, Richardson Pierce. They are two and three in district. They are three and five overall. Lake Highlands having a really tough season this year. They are two and six on the season. And in district they are two and three. Uh, WT White, they are two and six in the season, and they are one and four within district. And Richardson itself um, is 0 and 8 as they are 0 and 5, obviously, within district. That is the first round that the Rowlett Eagles that's the district they're going to take in the first round of the playoffs. That game will be held over at Capel as of right now. And like I said, I'm going to have Bill take a look at it. But And just the way it works out, even if Rowlett loses, it looks like they'll be on their way to Capel. So just to keep everybody informed, Bill will explain it to where it makes sense, more so than me trying to explain what's going on. He's got a better sense of how that playoff thing works. So hang around. We'll talk about that with Bill Cerna. But... Uh, Lakeview Centennial, of course, six and two on the season, three and one district. Name of Forest, five and three. They're three and one in district. Three teams, three and one in the district. And those are quite possibly the top four that are going to make the playoffs. Because unfortunately, when you look at Garland, they're two and six, and uh, they have to win out. They have to beat the Rowlett Eagles at the last game of the year if they're going to make it into the playoffs if they win this week. And uh, Rowlett actually has to lose against Lakeview Centennial in order for that to be a situation, or a situational game. But as the way it looks out right now and the way that it would end out, still Rowlett would get it. Uh, so, but... Uh, Garland still fighting the battle. Uh, North Garland two and seven on the season. They're one and four within district, and then South Garland. Unfortunately, they are zero and nine on the season, and they are zero and five within district. So, looking at the way the Rowlett Eagles are set up here, 
and seeing who they could possibly play, whether it's uh, Skyline Capel. But the way it's just kind of looking, and from my understanding, that it's really going to be a situation where uh, the Rowlett Eagles are going to be on the road and they are going to take on uh, Capel. So. Let's take a look at the numbers last week as far as that game was concerned, or actually overall. Uh, Preston Weeks, he's 90 of 169. He's got a 53% passing rating, 1,251 yards. Nine touchdown passes compared to five interceptions. Two, uh, Three of those interceptions, unfortunately, came just this past week. Uh, Garrett Hermes, 27 to 37, uh, 72%. He's got two touchdowns out on the season passing. Um, so looking at some of the uh, rushing numbers, uh, Kobe Morrow, 119 rushes for 529 yards. He's averaging four yards a carry, and six, he's got six touchdowns on the season. Preston Weeks, also a big dude and uh, very effective running the football from the quarterback position. 74 rushes, 434 yards, and five uh, an average of five yards a carry, and uh, he's got eight rushing touchdowns. So between Preston Week and Kobe Morrow, they got 14 touchdowns. Uh, Garrett Hermes, uh, 38 uh, rushes, 177 yards. He's averaging four yards as well, um, and he's got three touchdowns rushing the football. And Monte Lang, 36 rushes, 174 yards. He's averaging four yards a carry, and he's got a touchdown as well. But Darius Dickens has a rushing touchdown as he's only rushed the ball five times for uh, 12 times. And uh, Dylan Watts, one rush, nine yard. Uh, so, but looking at the receiving, Ladarius Dickens li leading this team with uh, 717 yards on 47 uh, receptions. He's averaging about 15 yards a reception. He's got four touchdown passes on the team. Now, you would think that would lead the team, but it doesn't. As far as touchdown passes are concerned, that goes to Cameron Vitash. He's got five touchdowns on the season, 22 receptions, 341 yards, and he's averaging also about 15 yards a carry. 14 catches for Dylan Watts, 187 yards, about 13 yards a carry. And a touchdown pass to Kobe Morrow. He's got 13 catches for 75 yards. And uh, Bobby Chappelle. Two catches on the season, 25 yards, and guess what? One of them was for a, for a touchdown. So um, just seeing where they are at offensively, the Rowlett Eagles numbers, overall numbers, are very good. And they compare to the Koppel uh, football team that will be taking on quite possibly in the first round of the playoffs. Now, that having been said, um, the Rowlett Eagles in that game, when you seen what happened in that game, uh, it, the, the numbers, unfortunately, tell the tale of a lot of things that happened in that game um, as far as individuals and where it was. Now, this was not just one player having a problem. This was a whole football team that was having a tough time as the Rowlett Eagles were down 20-7 to by the end of the uh, first quarter, no one scored in the second quarter. In fact, there was a big stop for the Rowlett Eagles. Okay, right before half to prevent that score from even getting higher. But in the third quarter, on the first play from scrimmage, uh, they broke it open for a big, long touchdown. We'll talk about that with Bill because there were a lot of things on there. Uh, 58 plays for the Rowlett Eagles, only 12 first downs. That is a big story itself. Big time. 
So, um, the Rowlett Eagles, uh, they got a lot. Now, let's talk about 16 to 29, only 121 yards through the air. Now, the Rowlett Eagles, obviously, impressive week is a little bit better than that on normal. Um, he was uh, only passing for 55%, uh, three interceptions in that game. No touchdown passes for uh, him as well, and neither from Garrett Hermes. So, uh, but rushing the football, Garrett Hermes, three rushes, seven yards, eight rushes, 28 yards, and the touchdown for Preston Weeks at the quarterback position and then Kobe Morrow 14 rushes 30 yards uh, no touchdowns for him as he was trying to get into the end zone uh, wide receiving uh, leading the team was Ladarius Dickens with nine receptions 57 yards no touchdowns Kobe Morrow was next then with four catches and 22 yards and then um, four players uh, with one catch that was Dylan Watts Kenny Fatash uh, 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 Kenny Bichette, and then Cameron Vitosh and um, Mr. Gilly all had one catch on the season uh, on, in that game. So, overall purpose yards for the Rowlett Eagles at Ladarius Dickens, 88 yards, 69 yards for Jack L. Davis on the kick uh, returns. Um, Kobe Morrow, 52 yards rushing the ball. Cameron Vitosh, 55. Uh, and Gilly with 18 for his catch out there. He had a really nice catch out in that game. Uh, so, Looking at this team and looking where they are, it was a tough one out there. Now, for some reason, we don't have the stats from uh, Jalen Maiden except for his rushing uh Stats. He rushed the ball for 90 yards and a touchdown. And Christian Cole, 14 rushes. 139 yards, almost averaging 10 yards a carry. That guy was almost unstoppable in the game. Two touchdowns. Um, and then receiving uh, Foster, one catch uh, for a yard. Three catches, 27 yards for Shelton and a touchdown. And Drew Jackson's three catches uh, for 90 yards and one touchdown. Obviously, one of those was a uh, big one for them. So, Looking at how the whole game played out, um, offensively, the better team, unfortunately, were the Mustangs. Uh, defensively, th they were just out on the football field for a long time, too. So that's another thing when you take a look at where the Rowlett Eagles were into that game. So uh, what we're going to do now is we're going to take a quick break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. When we come back, we'll go ahead and bring in the Eagle Eye. He'll explain a lot of things. We'll talk about the game and get his perspective on the game from last week. And we will also uh, talk about the playoffs and other things uh, that we saw in the game and what we expect from the rest of the season from the Rowlett Eagles. So we'll do that. We'll take the quick break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show and your Rowlett Eagles radio network. We'll be right back. Whether it's buying or selling a home, there is no bigger decision than choosing the real estate agent who will represent you during the transaction. Brian Chadwick of JP and Associates Realtors is here for you. 12 years in the property management business has afforded him great insight into the real estate needs of his clients. He serves all his clients as he served his country, with honor and integrity. With Brian Chadwick, you will have a dedicated, honest, and hardworking realtor in your corner. To experience what he can do for you, call Brian Chadwick today or visit him online. This is Sonny Clark, the radio voice of your Rowlett Eagle, telling you to contact Brian Chadwick at 972-533-9059 or visit him on the web at brianchadwick.jphomesforsale.com. 
That's Brian with a Y, not an I, Chadwick, dot jphomesforsale.com. Allen Bauer Electric, we offer expert electrical services from general outlet repair and fan installation to electrical panel upgrades. Our customer commitment includes additional benefits such as call-ahead scheduling, upfront pricing, and special after-hour electrical services. Being informed is to your benefit. So call Allen Bauer Electric for more information on how you can be more informed about your residential or business electrical needs. Give him a call at 214-356-0197. Allen Bauer Electric, proud sponsor of the Rowlett Eagles radio broadcast. It always happens. 6 p.m. on a Saturday night and your heater or air conditioner goes out. What are you going to do? All the heating and air conditioning people are closed. How about 24-hour service available at 5-Star HVAC Contractors? You can be sure to be serviced amazingly fast. That's 5-Star HVAC Contractors serving Relev 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. 214-457-8441. Call the experts at 5-Star HVAC Contractors. At Wesson General Contracting Incorporated, we're your one-stop shop for all your general contracting needs. We are locally owned and with over 20 years of experience, so roofing, gutters, sidings, fence staining, painting, foundation problems, or roof damage are no problems at all. Give us a call at 214-200-5588. That's 214-200-5588. Wesson General Contractors, proud sponsor of the Rowlett Eagles radio broadcast. Are you having trouble understanding Social Security planning? There are a lot of questions that have to be answered, like when does it make most sense for you and your spouse to start receiving Social Security? What is the impact of your Social Security benefits if you work during retirement? How much of your Social Security will be taxed each year? Let Nest Egg Wealth Advisors provide you with that direction to these decisions. Call our offices today at 972-412-6064 or visit us on the web at nesteggadvice.com for your complimentary guide to Social Security. Let Spirit Outfitters be your home for any of your specialty needs. Spirit Outfitters can do it all. Whether it's screen printing, custom apparel, spirit gifts, or embroidery, Spirit Outfitters has you covered. Need personalized apparel? We can do that. Want something just for you? We can do that also. Spirit Outfitters will let your imaginations run wild. Give them a call at 972-412-3440 or visit their showroom at 3538 Lakeview Parkway, Suite 101 in Rowlett. Or check them out on the web as well at thespiritoutfitters.com. And welcome back into the Couch Potato Sports Show and the pregame show of your Rowlett Eagles. They're taking on the Lakeview Centennial Patriots. I've been in a, oh, I've been in a four-day, sl- you know, you know, slump here as the Rowlett Eagles unfortunately took the loss to the Saxy Mustangs. But that was a football game where Bill um, and I'm bringing them on the Eagle Eye Bill Cerna 
as we saw in this game, we saw a massive defense headed our way, and then the offense that they put out on the football field, that, of course, being of the Saxy Mustangs, was pretty damn good as well. Well, and I'm I'm kind of beat up from that game. Uh, I am I'm too. Still sore. I'm still sore because uh, that Saxy came out team came out hitting, uh, especially on the defensive side of the ball. You know, we always talk about how Ladarius you can never be brought down by that first guy. Uh, I tell you what, they brought him down every time on that by that first tackler. So they came out um, ready to play and really showed it uh, on the field. Uh, uh, on Friday night and took control of that game real early and just uh, never looked back. Kind of looked like they had the fundamentals of this game down. You're absolutely right, and then that's exactly what it was, fundamentals. You know, they were they're attacking they were, the way they were supposed to. They were blocking the way they were supposed to. They were running their offense the way that they were supposed to. And, and uh, you know, at uh, Rowlett just saw a very, um, very fluid uh, ball team last week. Right. And they they ran into a defense that was just as good as ours, if not a little bit better, depending on how you looked at it. And and that was something that we knew going into it. It was whether or not the the offense could move the ball on the Raleigh Eagles defense, which they did. Um, But at the same time, the defense was out on the football field an awful long time in that game, Bill. That was another thing as far as expecting a football team to hold on and uh, be able to play. The defense was out there forever. Um, no scoring in the second ha- or the second, third, or fourth. Mark that was it. They scored in the second. Uh, no, they scored in the first quarter and they didn't score for the rest of the game. So when you looked at this game, three quarters, no scores, and really to kind of be blunt and honest, they didn't even make it too much into the Mustang territory in order to make a move to try to even score. You know what, they they really controlled um, the Rowlett offense, and they really shut them down. Uh, they, uh, Rowlett really only had one strong drive through the whole game and ended up in the, with an interception. That was on the on the second uh, possession of the game, and, and I think that uh, that first interception was like the, the, the turning point of the game that right. really took the, the wind out of the sail for uh, Rowlett Eagles. You know what, the, they... Uh, you kind of felt like they they could have something coming in uh, out of a uh, halftime as they really uh, put on a good you know at uh, a a good score there before halftime and they shut down uh, Saxy right before halftime and and you felt like coming out in the second half that something good is going to happen but that first uh, play from scrimmage and oh. the uh, uh, Cole was able just to take that seventy five yards for a touchdown it really just uh, it just took uh, all the life that uh, Rowlett had going into the second half. I think you're right. When you went into halftime and stopping them right before, we unfortunately a broadcast did not come over very well, and that part didn't you folks did not hear. That having been said, when when you when you're gaining momentum, you got to be able to maintain the momentum. And unfortunately, that first play you really took the wind out of the sails of the Rowlett Eagles for the rest of the game because they weren't in it. Now that having been said, that's. Looking at how this whole thing works out. Now, regardless what happens in this game, the Raleigh Eagles, they're going to be on the road in the playoffs. But this is a time where they get a very good opponent 
as far as Lakeview Centennial Patriots. They're 3-1 and one in district, a 4-2 overall, if I'm not mistaken, as far as that is concerned. This is a halfway decent football team. We saw sparks of this in the out-of-district games last year for this football team, and then when they hit district, they couldn't put it together. This year, total opposite, 3-1 and one in district, and vying for second place right here in district in the 6A uh, District 10. Well, yeah, they're they're actually they're six and two overall. Uh, you know what? This uh, Lakeview team they've only scored under thirty points once, and it was it was to their loss to um, uh, their loss to uh, Sanxi, uh when they lost thirty five fourteen. But other than that, they've scored over thirty points every game. Uh, so they, their offense has really got it going, uh, especially lately in district where last two games they scored 85 points while only giving up 32. They're uh, definitely uh, a team that uh, we didn't expect to see that type, this type of uh, season so far, and it's, they've really come together and, and uh, uh, really, uh, uh, you know, outside of the Lake Lakeview's uh, uh, fan base and and uh, you know people around that program. Uh, it's been kind of a surprise to everybody. Absolutely. And, you know, we talk about where they are. By the way, we're talking about the playoffs. Um, we kind of went over it before. Now, that's the only thing we talked about before we got there. Let's roll through the playoff situation. Let's explain it to people who don't know as far as what's going on as in the, uh, the playoffs. So we're talking more about it, you know, as far as student attendance, how many of that are in attendance at each school will depend on what region that they actually play in, correct? Yeah, that's correct. And then top four teams will make the playoffs. Now, when we say playoffs, there's actually two tournaments. There's a Division One and a Division Two. So four of the teams from the district will make the playoffs. What they do is they take those four teams and they split them into the top two Populated schools and the bottom two populated schools, and that'll determine which one, which teams go in the Division One tournament, which goes in the Division Two tournament. Uh, right now, in in the in the our district, Saxe's leading, and then right behind them is uh, three teams: it's Name and Forest, Rowlett, and Lakeview Centennial. The only team that's outside of that that has uh, any kind of chance is Garland. Uh, Garland Owls. Now Garland would have to win both games, and Rowlett would have to lose both games. Uh, for Garland to uh, um, to make the playoffs. Now, w- what we did talk about uh, before we went on air was, uh, uh, as it's sitting right now, Saxe will be the number one seed in the uh, district or, or the conference one tournament, and Rowlett's going to be the runner-up. So they'll be the number two seed in the in the uh, conference one tournament. In the conference two tournament, it's going to be between Naaman Forest and Lakeview. Lakeview has a higher uh, student body than Name and Forest is so um, as long as Lakeview ends up higher than Name and Forest then they'll be in uh, they'll be the, the number one seed in the Conference 2 tournament so uh, it can be a little confusing just think of it as two tournaments you have four teams top two uh, populated schools go to the, the Conference 1 tournament lower two populated go to the Conference 2 tournament so, really, in reality, when you take a look at that Garland game, the Raleigh Eagles, they play the Garland Owls on November 3rd. That's a Thursday night game. Um, if if they can get the victory against North Garland and Rowlett lose against Lakeview, 
that will set up the showdown uh, in the last week, which is not what we want, obviously. We want to get that victory against the Lakeview Centennial Patriots, and that's going to be the big thing. That's what's going on here tonight. Uh, as the Rowlett Eagles, they have to lick their wounds a little bit in order to get back into this. So let's do this. We're going to take a quick break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. When we come back, let's take a look at this Lakeview Centennial game here on the Couch Potato Sports Show and your Rowlett Eagles radio network. We'll be right back. Regal and Rustic Estate Sales, let us take the burden out of hosting, staging, and cleaning of your estate sale or liquidation. We will provide reliable, friendly service with an experienced crew. We have an excellent reputation for professionalism with exceptional customer service and knowledge. We understand that staging and drawing attention to your sale is key. Most importantly, we listen to our customers' needs and pay attention to detail. That is what separates us from other local estate sales and companies as we truly care about your presentation, property, and belongings. That's Regal and Rustic Estate Sales. Contact Renee Sheffield at 972-861-0231 or check us out on the web at regalandrustic.com. Don't just call any heating and air conditioning repairman. Call an expert. At Stevenson's Heating and Air Conditioning, we are your experts. Whether it's a seasonal maintenance that keeps your system running at a peak efficiency or a complete replacement of your system, Stevenson's Heating and Air Conditioning does it all. Common Sense Solutions for your home comfort. Stevenson's, where quality is our standard, not our goal. Give them a call at 972-475-3227 or check them out on the web at stevensonshvac.com. Let Buffalo Creek Doors and Floors help you restore your home to its like-new condition. Need a contractor? Let us be your first stop as well as your last. We specialize in everything that others don't, such as stained concrete floors, wood spot repairs on doors and floors, stainless steel spot repairs, anti-slip on floors, and more. Want to see what kind of work we do? Check out our Facebook page and you can see the craftsmanship you'll receive and expect from Buffalo Creek Doors and Floors. Give Rodney James a call at 214-536-2607. That's 214-536-2607. Or check him out on the web at www.buffalocreekdoorsandfloors.com. At Wesson General Contracting Incorporated, we're your one-stop shop for all your general contracting needs. We are locally owned and with over 20 years of experience, so roofing, gutters, sidings, fence staining, painting, foundation problems, or roof damage are no problems at all. Give us a call at 214-200-5588. That's 214-200-5588. Wesson General Contractors. Proud sponsor of the Rowlett Eagles radio broadcast. Unpleasant surprises can be annoying, but sometimes they can be devastating. 
If your retirement plan is vulnerable to unpleasant surprises, you do have a choice. There are strategies that can help ensure any surprise is a welcome one and reduce the threats to your retirement. Nest Egg Wealth Advisors specialize in helping protect your portfolio from unpleasant surprises. Visit nesteggadvice.com or give them a call at 972-412-6064 to request a guide to your nice, predictable retirement. And welcome back into the Couch Potato Sports Show. It's me, Sonny Clark, the hardest working man in sports radio, along with the eagle-eyed Bill Cerna. Now, the eagle-eye sitting on my left-hand side over at HBJ Stadium. A big matchup tonight. And more, more than the fact, when you look at this game, Bill, this is a game that you got to heal. And especially after what happened with the Saxony Mustangs. They pretty much blew them out of the water. Now the Raleigh Eagles have got to figure out how they're going to get their confidence back in order to get the momentum in this game in order to get a, a victory against a good Lakeview Centennial football team. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And, and uh, in this game, you know what, you have a, uh, a lot of uh, wounds to lick. And, and, you know, that's one good thing about that game last week is that uh, we came away with no major injuries, no, no loss of uh, any players. Uh, we should come in uh, rel- relatively healthy for this game. But uh, I think a lot of Eagles were the biggest things hurt uh, in this game because, you know, you had a, a seven-game uh, ride and, uh, you know, had a lot of uh, confidence, a, a lot of uh, hoopla around the community. And uh, to get it snuffed out the way it was uh, in that game last week, uh, there's definitely a lot of uh, uh, a lot of Eagles hurt. And, you know, so you come into this game and you really, if you're not hyped up for this game, if you're not pumped up for the game, then then there's something wrong with you because, you know, you really want to make a statement and say, hey, we are as good as what we were before last week's game. And, you know, last week's game was a fluke and we lost it and we lost to a good team, and but we should have lost the way we did. So let's show them that we, we are that caliber team that the people were talking about us for weeks before. Yeah, and this is a football team as they go into it. They, both teams are three and one in conference or district, and that and that's the big deal. Uh, the Lakeview Centennial Patriots, Name and Forest Rangers, and your Raleigh Eagles, all three and one going into tonight's game uh, or this weekend's game. So, an important time of the year as far as where you want to be on the right now. Just kind of looking at it, it looks like it's. In other words, it's Saxies to lose. They got to lose two, and the Raleigh Eagles have to lose, uh, win two. Uh, so that's what ends up hap- that happen if the Raleigh Eagles are going to get the championship. But looking at this football team, and you take a look at this uh, uh, Lakeview Centennial football team. You know what stood out to me is is how they are trying to, in reality, try to balance out an offense as a football team that's thrown 18 touchdowns with Cameron Field and only six interceptions. Last year, that number was completely reversed, and they could not get into the end zone. Now they're being able to get it with Cameron Fields. He's 119 of 197. 60% 60% passer for this football team. But what really just kind of stands out, you got him also that dual-headed monster that is a, a running quarterback. 606, or mark that, 566 yards rushing and eight touchdowns. So a total of 26 touchdowns out on the season for Cameron Fields. 
Well, and, and you know, we we saw probably uh, uh, cream of the crop last week with uh, uh, Maiden, and, and now yeah. you're coming back with somebody. Uh, you know, I don't I comparable. I don't think they're the same players, but you have somebody with the same type of talent uh, in Cameron Fields. But you know, what you you mentioned what he can do through the air, but rushing wise, they have four players that have over 50 attempts this year uh rushing so they they've got a lot of guys they can turn to to to, to run that ball they have uh including you know cameron fields is, is leading in the rushing with 566 yards but you have two other guys that have uh rushed for over 400 yards and one of them for almost 400 yards uh, a total of, uh, between all three of them of 20 touchdowns so they definitely can uh, you know he can hurt you through the air but they can still run the ball really well too and speaking of in the air, it's all about Greenwood. 11 touchdowns out on the season, 640 yards receiving on 33 receptions. This is a guy that they're going to have to make sure the, uh, the, he, you're well, well aware of him in reality because this is a guy that can really end up burning you be, uh, just looking at the numbers and how they are, where they are in the season. This young cat's having a good season right now. Well, and that's one thing about Cameron Fields is Cameron Fields can, you know, he knows how to share that ball. You know, we talked about the rush and having four guys with that many attempts. You got three receivers that have over twenty-five uh, receptions for the year, so he's spreading that ball around as a good quarterback does. And and uh, you know, you, you mentioned Greenwood and, and with the eleven touchdowns, but he doesn't have the most uh, most receptions for the year. That uh, belongs to uh, Jamichael Blanchett. So yeah. you know, you have guys that are out there. You, so you have triple threat just on the receiving side of it. So uh, definitely potent offense, as I mentioned, uh, you know, at the beginning of uh, the conversation. You know, they score point so you know it's going to be up to our defense to really um, buckle down and uh, really recover after the the game that they had last week and, and uh, uh, shut down this Lakeview uh, offense we see what other levels of football do when they have a dual threat there's a spy on that quarterback seeing how he can run and throw the football there's a spy up on this guy the Rowlett Eagles do they do they do that do they put a spy on this guy or they continue to play the same kind of defense that they've played all year long well I think you need to and I think they learned their lesson from Maiden and, I, and with that being said I think I even think they had a spy on Maiden I think they had somebody focused on him I think Maiden was just so uh, talented and that agility was able to uh, break uh, break open. There was many times Jaden last or Maiden last week. We had him behind the line of scrimmage. And he was able yeah. to break free and into into big gains. So I think you continue that this week uh, uh, with Fields and keep him in the backfield as uh, and, and make make him beat you uh, uh, through the air. Uh, you know, it, your odds are a lot better of uh, having him put in the air than than having him uh, run. Uh, and with the options with the with the other rushers that he has. Well, and that gets back to the fundamentals of the game. Like you said, that we were in the backfield quite a bit on this football team, which, let's be honest, part of that was planned so they could get out and break away. But when they had the hands on they couldn't wrap them up, they couldn't complete the tackle. There were many instances where we saw Maiden get out of it, and that comes from the talent that he has and that pedigree that he has. We were talking about the family members and where they are, SMU, Ohio State, and now here comes the younger brother as well. The, the talent level from uh, from a Jaden Maiden maybe going to a Cameron Fields is probably not going to be there. So getting back to the fundamentals of the game, wrapping up players, wrapping up the quarterback, making sure that they don't burn you after the first hit. 
Yeah, you're absolutely right. And then, you know, you mentioned they might not be the same caliber players, but you got to treat them as they are. And you know, with Maiden, Maiden. They say he's the best of the three brothers. So, uh, you yes, know, to, to have a, one of his brothers at Alabama, I mean, that, that's, a, that's a strong saying, uh, that the best one isn't even out of high school yet. And he's only, and he's just a junior. So, uh, you, you gotta treat Fields just like you would, you did, uh, Maiden. But, you know, you mentioned a minute ago, fundamentals. You gotta tackle, you gotta wrap them up. You cannot try to tackle at the ankles and you can't, you can't try to tackle at the shoulders. You gotta grab them around the waist and bring them down. And looking at the point differential on the, on the football team, Lakeview Centennial plus 96, Rowlett plus four, uh, 94. They're right there. So th- this is a football, these football teams are somewhat equal, but at the same time, when you look at the Rowlett Eagles, I think they're better. I mean, it, it, I've, I've watched the Lakeview Centennial Patriots by themselves, uh, went, went to a game, um, as far as where, uh, my kids were cheerleading in that game, but watch the game. This is a different football team than last year. They're better this year, but I still, you know, if we get good quarterback play in this game, and I hate to even just break it down to that easiness of good quarterback play, the Raleigh Eagles should be able to handle the Lakeview Centennial Patriots here tonight. Well, and I think that it goes hand in hand. You want that good quarterback play, but you've got to have that good quarterback protection. And that's one thing that we yep. did not see last week. Is he just never had the time uh, to get You saw him rushing his passes uh, many times as he was getting pressure in the backfield. So uh, the, the offensive line has really got to come together this week, and uh, as they have all season uh, until last week. Uh, if you're giving him the time to to throw the ball and, and uh, get it out, uh, you know, at the end, uh, same with uh, same with the receivers. Get downfield and get open and uh, and block for for those other receivers catching the ball. We see it many times on that uh, sideline screen. You you yeah. got to block, uh, be a blocking a receiver uh, uh, to to help your other receivers getting down the field. Now, let me ask you a question. This is a guy that watches these games with me, and I know where I feel. Do we need to see a different type of offense coming out in tonight's game? Do we need, or do they stay on the same pace? Do they still same with, the, you know, the, the pass, the, the wide receiver screen is their bread and butter. Ladarius Dickens getting that ball, like you said, most people missing on the first tackle on him. Do, do we see something different coming from this Rowlett Eagles football team coming into tonight's game, or do we still see what we've seen all year long? I I still think we see, we see what we we have been seeing. You know, we might see some uh, a little wrinkle here and there, but I still think we see the same offense. I think we just need a better performance than what we saw last week from from the team overall. I mean, there's not right. one individual that you could say it was his fault or or this guy's fault or uh, or um, you know. The offensive side or the defensive side, I think it was, it was a team whole event, uh, uh, effort. Uh, right. I think we see the same kind of offense. I just think we see better execution than what we saw last week. We just, we just ran into a hot team last week and a hot team that was, uh, you know, had that game circled all year because, yep. you know, at, in, in 12 meetings, you know, at, or excuse me, 14 meetings, they'd only beaten Rowlett twice. So, um, right. you know, at, it was that. It, it's not that it wasn't important for Rowlett, but it was just that much more uh, uh, eager for uh, for Saxon. So we just we played a hot team last week. So I think we got to come in prepared that there's something on the line uh, with this game, and we got to you know this is we win this we clinch we clinch that playoff spot. Right. Uh, we got to come in 
trying to clinch that playoff spot and, and uh, not trying to uh, um, just just to play to win the ball game. We we want to um, uh, win it convincingly. Well, I'm taking a look at that. It, it, the way it kind of looks out, going to Capel, looking at the Raleigh Eagles, they've got to get back up on track. This is an out-of-district team. This is a team that we don't know normally see all the time. And when you when you are playing a pretty much an alien team, you got to go to stats. you got to make sure they get the film and get ready for them. And that, so just kind of how this whole thing works out, it looks like we are going to, get Capel. Looks like we are on the road to Capel regardless on this situation. So the Rowlett Eagles have got to be able to figure out what they're going to do. they got to look at tonight's game as very important, but they also got to figure out what they're going to do in order to get prepared for that game within Capel, especially if they get the win here tonight as they take on the Lakeview Centennial Patriots. And and I don't know much about Capel. I don't know if you know a lot about Capel, but the fact of the matter is, you know, out of district games, they're, they're, they're a coin flip, Bill, and we've seen that the difference between Lakeview Centennial Patriots outside of district last year compared to this year. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Anytime you go outside of a outside of district, but I tell you what, to get through the playoffs, you've got to do that. You know, we we've seen that. You know, we played Belton last year, and yeah, uh, you know, we played Skyline last year, uh, uh, which Skyline's going to end up being the first round uh, um, team against Saxy. So Saxy will, you know, even though Skyline's having a down year, you can never count Skyline out. They've always got ball players out on that team. But uh, this Capel team is is right now in a district that's. You know, it's kind of down this this year. You know, th- this is a district that usually was always controlled by Skyline. Uh, so Capel um, has a great program year in year out, but the, I see them very similar to to Rowlett. So it's, I think it's going to be a great head to head game uh, against them. The the only advantage that uh, Capel has is that they're going to be on their home field. Yep, and that's another thing. And on the Rowlett, the Eagles have played well out on the road. Obviously, they went undefeated until this last game as they were the home team last year. So they played well out on the road, whether it be at Williams or at the three other spots or the neutral spot. The Rowlett Eagles have a pretty good road record looking into this one. So this one's going to be a good one. What are you looking for in this game? What is the what is the eagle eye expecting out on the field and the result of what you think you'll see? Well, I'm, I'm thinking I'm going to see. We're going to see a lot better fluid offense than what we saw last week. I think uh, uh, I think uh, Rowlett offense is going to be able to get back in the and moving up and down the field. And uh, I think uh, on the defense side, we're going to um, still have some challenges with um, uh, with this Lakeview offense because you got that dual threat quarterback. But I think the biggest difference is going to be that offensive line. I think you're going to see a little bit more uh, time. From uh, weeks in the backfield, I think you're going to be able to see uh, some more uh, um, some more options within the passing game and the rushing game. I I think we're going to see weeks run just a little bit more than we saw last week. I yes. think we're going to see them a little more successful uh, than we did last week, and I think uh, uh, that way on the passing game too. Key to the success in reality is the, is the corners hammering down the number one and number two wide receiver of this football team. Once they take that away, they become that one-dimensional team. And if they're going to try to run the football on this football team, that's where the problem may end up for Lakeview Centennial going into tonight's game. Because you can sugarcoat it anyway. You can't. It's hard to run on the Raleigh Eagles defense. And it, so 
more in the back, spying that quarterback, making sure they're there, and then running your regular defense to stop the run, I think is going to be key in tonight's game. Well, and you gotta you gotta stop with those long plays. The, oh uh, yeah, the the plays that hurt us, and they do every game, whether it's a blowout um, or if it's a close game. Uh, those type of plays have kept teams in it, and those type of games, uh, those type of plays have kept uh, uh, big blowouts into not so big blowouts. So we gotta cut down on those long, uh, especially those long runs right up the middle, because you're absolutely right. We shut them down, but when you look at the uh, stats and the and the score after doesn't reflect that because you'll take a team that's given 30 you know that's given up only 30 35 yards in rushing and then you give one 80 yard touchdown all of a sudden it looks like they've had a good rushing night yeah so they definitely got to square up on that and you know i don't want to say there's a good loss that is out there but a loss against the saxon mustangs nothing to be in uh, you know embarrassed about more so than the way that they did it but they did take the loss now it's time to bounce back against the Lakeview Centennial Patriots. This one's going to be a good one here tonight. And, I, you know, this is the, I call this game the road to recovery game after the loss against the Saxony Mustangs because definitely preparing for Coppell, the way that it's going to work out, that kind of looks like exactly the way it's going to be. They, they can do a lot of things before that game, before they get set to take on uh, Coppell. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know what? Looking at the brackets and in, uh, in uh, the playoffs right now, being the runner-up isn't might not be that bad of a route to be taken. So right. uh, you know what, uh, being being the winner of the district you, in third round, you've got to play the Woodlands out of Houston, and they're ranked in the top ten nationwide. So uh, you know what, maybe this isn't as bad of a route to to take to uh, um, uh, to move forward in the playoffs. So let's see. You know what, let's like you, like you said, let's lick our wounds from last week. Let's get back up on the on the saddle and and uh, uh, start uh, charging forward again. And, and I think everything will be okay. You know what. Yeah, a loss like this, you know what, you ask any player, it, it kills them that they lost to Saxe. Absolutely. Uh, whether it was by one point or 40 points. Us on the outside say, you know what, this could have been a good uh, loss. Players don't uh, think that, but uh, we... We know how to look at the big picture. We're not out there, uh, you know, smashing shoulder pads against kids that we grew up with. So, uh, you know, it's tough for them, but in the long run, it might not be a, a bad loss for many reasons. Exactly. Now, the Lakeview Centennial Patriots victories against um, Garland coming into this game in North Garland. Pretty much blowouts, 44-18 to 18 against Garland. North Garland, 41-14. to 14. Um, so, But they're going to get a different team in front of them today. So that's going to be interesting to see what happens here as the Rowlett Eagles get ready to take on the Lakeview Centennial Patriots. Bill, thank you for your time and always closing out the show with the Eagle Eye, Bill Cerner. We appreciate that, my friend. I appreciate it. I'm looking forward to having a fun night tonight. So yeah. hopefully, uh, hopefully we uh, can go right uh, back on and uh, and get back on another winning streak. Definitely, that's what you need. You need a good momentum pusher to get you into the playoffs. This one will be. You know what? We just we just uh, won seven in a row. If we win seven in a row from right here on out, we're going to put us in the semifinals. There you go. There you go. A great way of looking at it. So, and, and, and the optimistic that is Bill Cerna. So that's going to do it for us here on the Couch Potato Sports Show here on the pregame show of your Rowlett Eagles taking on the Lakeview Centennial Patriots. This is going to be a good one, folks. We'll see you out at HBJ Stadium. They will be take, tailgating 5 o'clock. Get out there. By the way, the chili is awesome, and I wish I could have the jambalaya. It's got, it's got shrimp in it or, you know, 
I won't be able to do the play-by-play. That might, depending on who you are, might be a good thing. But instead, get out there early. Not for me. Your Eagle. I know, but you'd have to take it all over. So uh, there you go. Uh, <laughs> <So>. <laughs> well, I'm going to be out there early because I'm going to be out there early because I want to do a little tailgating too. So I think I'm going to make sure and uh, get my way out there so I can uh, I can enjoy it a little bit too. Thursday is a good time for that too. So probably better for you to get out there, right? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Traffic's not as bad, and uh, you know this booster uh, this booster club needs to know the charm of Mr. Bill Cerna. Absolutely, and you got to taste the food. The food is magnificent. They got a bunch of it, and a lot for everybody. But you know, it, for other folks, make sure you bring stuff too. But uh, they'll let us go in and grab a, a little sample of everything. It's really kind of good. So that's going to do it for us. Everybody, have a good time. Let's get this one. Let's start that winning streak, and let's make our way into the playoffs here on a good note. Here, uh, so that's going to do it for us. Everybody, have a good day. We'll talk to you at HBJ Stadium. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.